From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrin. Hey, thanks for inviting me into your home, your long-haul truck, RV, camper, taxi, your parents' basement, your loft, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. Welcome to this transmission. I am coming to you live from my little studio beneath the stairs. Faz is back in master control. Also, please check out my podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can listen and subscribe at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. Conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. And we recently achieved a 2 million unique downloads since we launched, and it just keeps growing every month. Conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. All right, move over THC and CBD. Say hello to BCP. It's called the new super cannabinoid. And researchers say a recently identified chemical compound called BCP found in cannabis and other aromatic plants can calm your mind, relieve chronic pain, and produce a host of remarkable pharmacological effects. It's being hailed by natural medicine advocates for its many reported therapeutic properties. Cannabinoid oil. Let me see if I can pronounce that. Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol oil has soared in sales to become one of the health food industry's hottest dietary supplements. It's extracted from flowers and buds of marijuana or hemp plants. And CBD has been shown to be an effective non-toxic natural treatment for dozens of health challenges, from anxiety to sleep apnea to epilepsy. And now, researchers at Bonn University in Germany have discovered a powerful new molecule naturally occurring in cannabis and other aromatic herbs. The molecule, scientifically designated uh, beta-caryophyllene, <laughs> Try that again. Beta caryophylline, or BCP for short, is being hailed as nature's most potent activator of the body's key neurological pathways and perhaps the most crucial and powerful of all 80 plus known cannabis compounds called cannabinoids. Dr. Cass Ingram is a nutritional physician who received a Bachelor of Science in Biology and Chemistry from the University of Northern Iowa and his D.O. from the University of Osteopathic Medicine and Health Sciences in Des Moines, Iowa. Dr. Cass has since written over 20 books on natural healing. He's given answers and hope to millions through lectures and thousands of radio TV shows. He, his research and writing have led to countless cures and discoveries. Dr. Cass Ingram presents thousands or rather hundreds of health tips and insights in his many books on health, nutrition, and disease prevention. He's one of North America's leading experts on the health benefits and disease-fighting properties of wild medicinal spice extracts. He's a popular media personality. He's appeared on over 5,000 radio and TV shows. He now travels the world promoting perfect Health, the natural way, and his new book, The Cannabis Cure, now available. Hey, Cass, welcome back to the Conspiracy hey, Show. How are you? Been long time no talk. Um, I tell you, uh, this this is very interesting that you outlined this BCP, this beta caryophyllene or carophylline or whatever you want to call it. When I wrote The Cannabis Cure and doing the research on cannabidiol, some people call it CBD, I found that this the terpenes were the neglected element. Almost as if there was just like 
when you call it maybe some kind of oversight, uh, overlooking. The, 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 the terpenes we now know are more powerful than CBD or cannabidiol for, for the neurological system and for any kind of medicinal effect, far more powerful. What are terpenes? Well, these are the things, these are the substances that give you the smell when you smell cannabis. So you, when you smell hemp or particularly marijuana, that overpowering odor is the terpene. Ah. And if you, and they're, they're gasoline-like molecules, but they're in plants, so they're safe to consume. If you put an essential oil on top of water, you know, you see a film that's like a rainbow in colors. Right. And you see these little tiny, you know, you see these colors, that's terpene. And if you smell lemon, limonene is a terpene, or in lime. And you, if you squeeze a lemon or lime and you see that spray come out from the skin, yes. those are terpenes. What about oranges? Is it in oranges as well? Uh, yeah, we call that essence of orange. We, we we love our cinnamon in the cinnamon toast and also in cappuccino and such. The flavor is BCP terpene. Cloves? Does anybody bake uh, pie with oh, yeah. cloves and cinnamon? Sure, we or use cloves. Bake? Yes, absolutely. Odor is terpene. So though BCP. Ah. In fact, so see why isn't anybody speaking? The, Everything you love is a BCP terpene, or is it, we can call it a cannabinoid, because BCP... Or okay, you're cutting out, Cass. If I can get you to just, you're on a cell phone, and it's kind of cutting out. So just uh, don't move around too much, and then okay. we can uh, we can if hear you. If I keep it really quiet, can you hear me better? That's better. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. so BCPs, these are the terpenes? Terp- yeah, so the... Everything you love is a cannabinoid or a BCP, I'll say. So the, the smell of a carnation is from that molecule. Ah. The smell of cinnamon cloves is there. Chamomile tea is from that. If, would you ever cook a pizza without oregano? No, but I got to say something. You just mentioned chamomile tea. Uh, you know, my wife is, uh, you know, her, her ancestors are from Greece. The last time she was in Greece, she, um, she and her friend went out and they picked, uh, the wild, the chamomile and dried it and brought it home. And I just had a cup the other night. It's the most amazing chamomile tea I've ever had. It is so true. And, uh, that odor is exactly your BCP. Ah. So. Now, I'll tell you what it does in a minute, but but you would never cook a pizza or spaghetti sauce without oregano because no. you love the aroma and the robust aromatic flavor. But would you ever make pesto without basil? Basil is rich, too. And these are cannabinoids. And then, uh, obviously, rosemary and sage are also very dense. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you use a lot of oregano? If Would you put three tablespoons of oregano in your pizza sauce, or would you ruin it? That's a good question, because I'm not in charge of the pizza sauce around well, here. But, but we do use, it. we grow oregano here at the house. We yeah. dry it, and we use a lot of it. But you're going to only use so much. You're going to you overpower everything. 
If you put right. too much cinnamon, you're not going to put a tablespoon of cinnamon in a cappuccino, my friend. No, that's true. So, and you're not going to put 40 sprigs of rosemary on the food. You'll overpower it. Nobody will like it. Right, and you're saying so, that you that's how much you would need in order to get the benefit of these, that's these BCPs? I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. That so you just can't get no, it from, from, from eating, you know, pizza or pesto or whatever. You need to, you need to, uh, you need a more condensed form, a concentrated form. You would, but no, what I'm saying is you can take too much, uh, because now we're into CBD oil and cannabis now. This is what I'm pointing out. You see, in the, in the 12th century, the Arabic Islamics said, if you want to take a dummy or someone that's dense and you want to turn them into an intellectual powerhouse, a creative person, like a super intelligent, have them nip on a bit of hashish. You see? Mm. And they chewed a little nip. Or they chewed a little bit of the flower, a little bit of the leaf. They ate it. But now we know that uh, when we, now we move to CBD, because I made this point that black pepper is rich, but you're not going to put 40, you know, you're not going to do the cracker and you're not going to shake. You know what I mean? When you do the fresh black pepper, a few shakes right. and you say, that's enough. You're not right, right. Sit there and have the guy, you know, grind six teaspoons and ruin the salad. So what they're doing is now they're making artificial CBD or they're making CBD oil with 600 milligrams, 1,000 milligrams, a million milligrams, whatever, and they're overloading the receptors and they're shutting down the, the pain, you know, the ability to, to, to treat disease. They're shutting down the system and it's not working. They don't know what with they're the, doing. In other words, with these synthetic forms of CBD, it's too concentrated. There's too much, and so your body can't handle it. So the That's receptors exactly right. just shut it down. They the reject regular it. CBD in the health store, when I first took it, when I was writing the book, I got stoned. I didn't want to move. I just, I, of course, I don't know what stone's like. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I thought I was like stone. So I couldn't do anything. I just sat in the chair for several minutes. So I started to wonder who I'm going to recommend CBD in my book, and I instead opted for the, like the crude extract. So I have been using only the crude extract with tremendous effects. There was a study, an Israeli study by Galilee and Hanus. They did a dramatic thing. They contrasted CBD oil, not just the synthetic, the, the kind where they're artificially raising the CBD and it suppressed the receptors, it suppressed the CB2 receptors, and they did not get any benefit for pain and inflammation, and they had to take increasingly high doses, wasting money for nothing. But when they gave, listen to this, the crude extract, just like God made it in the nature, okay, it worked beautifully, it suppressed the pain and inflammation, or, you know, it treated it. It treated the, you know, epileptic type problems with no issue. You see? So this is from the study in, at Bonn University, what you're citing now. Is that correct? This, no, Bonn did, there's two things I'm talking about now. Bonn was looking at BCP, which I'm going to get to. 
Okay. But I'm talking about people making these claims about high levels of CBD. And, and that was an Israeli study. You can look it up, Galilee and Hanus, G-A-L-L-I-L-Y-H-A-N-U-S. They found that if you just take a whole food hemp, nature, everything that's in nature, you're not altering it. It was effective for pain and inflammation and for suppressing inflammation markers. But when you, when you monkey around with it, when you manipulate it, you use solvents, you use distillation, you artificially raise the CBD, and you don't pay attention to the BCP, I'm going to get to that, then it didn't work. It actually got worse. Now, Interesting. the BCP, when you have a natural hemp oil, like hempanol, Empanol is full-spectrum natural whole food. It's got the BCP like crazy, and it's got the CBD. It's all in there, right? Well, Cass, years ago, 100 years ago, doctors used to carry a little vial of hemp oil in their black bag, right? They did, but it was full-spectrum, just like I'm talking about. Ah, right. They actually used the marijuana plant, and they made a crude extract, and it worked fine. You see? Uh, they didn't try to artificially raise one part or the other. You see what I'm saying? Right, yes. So now, but BCP, my friend, is a very aggressive cannabinoid, not just the cannabidiol. The, uh, this one, the, 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 these, this BCP, they neglect that in the hemp oil industry. They neglect that in the CBD industry. But it's more powerful than any other substance in cannabis. More powerful than THC. You see what I'm saying? And THC is the is the compound that that makes you high, right? That's the addictive, hallucinogenic, habituating compound that also gives you the munchies and yes, and kind of delirious type things. But mainly, it's the hallucinogenic one. Right, right. And that's activating CB1. I know this for a fact because clinically I have been using hemp crude extract on patients and I can give you testimonial or whatever. But I'm telling you now, the industry is crazy. There were 170 different people in the booth. I'm in Anaheim. I can't find a hotel. So many people. So they, they, they did 170 different booths at the show selling CBD oil. And none of them know what they're doing. You see? They're all using solvent-extracted material that destroys the terpene, destroys the BCP, or distillation. Now, now I mentioned to you that everything you love is a cannabinoid. Rosemary, black pepper, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, rosemary, oregano, sage, chamomile, and you don't need a lot of it. Hmm. So, And the more of it you add to the diet. Okay, so now we're getting into the the BCPs here, right? So talk to me about about this study at Bonn University. When was it and and exactly what what were the findings? Well, one of the biggest findings in all the the data is that the, this is a neuroregenerative compound. 
okay? So you take all kinds of compounds and you do a study, for example, on the nematode. That would be the C. elegans worm. And nothing seems to make the worm live longer. It's a model for longevity. You add BCP, and the worm lives 20, 30% longer. Then the researchers conclude that this is hard proof that if we were to take BCP or beta-carfiling-rich food or supplements, we could extend lifespan. And there is very little, my friend, in all the natural kingdom or synthetic that can possibly make this nematode live longer. Only BCP is consistently doing it. And other research showing that not only is it neuroregenerative for damaged neurons, but it causes the body to make the untenable, which is new neurons. It creates That's new neurons, data. new brain cells. New brain cells. from It's stimulating the stem cells to make brand new da- brain cells. Now that's that's revolutionary because we've always been told you once you lose a brain cell that's it. It's done. This is what they've been telling us. So you think about case history. There was a guy with a stroke of feeder in a nursing home. I gave him something called hempanol brain detox. So it has the hemp resin infused in wild crowberry and wild blackberry from Canada. They're harvesting it in the bush pressing it, and providing it to the maker. Then they infuse the hemp. Well, you know, in Russia, they use crowberry for seizures and epilepsy and brain damage, and they make a drug from that berry. But that's irrelevant, because we're kind of focusing on BCP. So the guy's a feeder. He's home now. He got out of the nursing home. He went home. There's nothing wrong with him. I'm telling you flat out. I had another guy who couldn't walk a straight line, and I was sitting with him, and I said, what's the issue with all your alcohol? You're ruining your brain. He said, well, it's my first wife. I said, you're sitting here with your second wife. What's the... Well, it's her, too. <laughs> I said, <laughs> mister, cut it out. Cut the booze. And then he said, well, but, you know, I, I, one of the reasons I can't walk straight and I'm neurologically compromised, compromised is because... I worked at a steel mill for 20 years, you see? So he's full of heavy metal. Ah. So I give him the BCP. I give him this hemp and all super strength, which has the terpenes plus all the rest of it, CBD, whatever you want to call it. And I give him this brain detox. The doctors, his doctors called me and said, what'd you do with this guy? He's normal now. You know, they, they thought he was finished because he damaged his vestibular apparatus in his brain. So I think from the cases I'm seeing, I have hardcore proof that in humans, not just in a mouse or a nematode, we're getting neuroregeneration, you see? Did did Bonn University conclude that as well? That was neuroregeneration? On BCP, yeah. But there, if you look up BCP neuroregeneration while we're talking and if you look up uh, BCP C. elegans the the nematode you'll find that data so the investigators at Bonn and elsewhere are intrigued because first of all it's anti-inflammatory I think some of the data you have 
There's no question about that. It's a, it's a pain-reducing substance. Like any other cannabinoid, it puts the endocannabinoid system, which endo means internal. You know, we have our own ability to receive cannabis in our brain and in our spinal cord, in our white that's, cells, in our heart, in our lungs. That, that, that's fascinating. I gotta, we're coming up on a break here, uh, Cass, but I want to come back and talk about this. The idea that we have receptors... We were made to receive cannabinoids, it sounds like what you're saying. We'll, we'll pick oh, yeah. up on that point uh, on the other side. Dr. Cass Ingram is here to talk about uh, a new super cannabinoid. It's called BCP. And uh, we'll also open up the phone lines, questions and comments. Uh, perhaps we can also talk about uh, the, uh, the health effects of other medicinal plants when we come back. The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. This is no place for the naive or the faint-hearted. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. We will open the phone lines as well. Questions and comments. Dr. Cass, an expert on the the health benefits of certain medicinal plants, has been on with us many, many times. Of course, extolling the virtues of uh, wild oregano oil extract. And today we're talking about a cannabinoids, a super cannabinoid. Uh, a recent study at the University of Bonn in Germany about the anti-inflammatory uh, and neurological benefits of something called BCP. A new, this is a recently discovered chemical compound, BCP, but it's not only found in the hemp plant, uh, as, as Cass has explained. It is found in many of the foods, spices, uh, and plants that we love. If you love uh, 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 cinnamon, it's there. If you love the smell of... Uh, uh, a, a chrysanthemum, it's there. It's in uh, sage. It's in rosemary. It's in uh, oregano. It's in cinnamon. It's in um, orange, uh, orange and lime and lemon. It just seems to be everywhere. Now, uh, Cass, before the break, um, you were talking about receptors, and there are there is the CB1 receptor and the CB2. Receptors. To me, this is fascinating that we have receptors that are in our body that, that are designed to receive cannabinoids. Is that correct? Am I, am I hearing you correctly? Okay. I don't think we have Cass. Oh, there, there he is. Hey, Cass. We tried to fix your phone. Okay. So the, talk to me about the CB1 and the CB2 receptors. This okay. is something in our body that is designed to receive cannabinoids. Absolutely. Uh, the CB1 receives the THC or the decarboxylated, you know, the, the, the hallucinogenic material. But it's there for some kind of a reason because even industrial hemp has a small amount of THC. It's just that the marijuana today has been made way high in that, you know, so people get hit pretty right. hard. Now, then you have CB2, and that receives the BCP, the caryophyllene. It receives the limonene, the pinene. It receives the cannabidiol. 
Uh, and that, that CB2 receptor, it also receives your naturally occurring cannabinoids that your body is synthesizing. And, and the fun part there also is that, that that CB2 is not just in the brain, it's in the, it's in the white blood cells, the red cells, the liver, the lungs, the chest, the bone, and the bone marrow. So that's right. pretty fascinating, really. It is. And the fact is that the CB2 receptor, you're saying, you, you, you don't get that psychoactive effect. You don't, because people, you know, they want the health benefits, but they don't want to get high. You can't Not everyone, get, you obviously. You can't get high on CB2. Right, now, if right. If you overload the system, you can get this little sort of sluggishness or what have you, like I experienced. But there's no way to, you can't get addicted. It's impossible. And even if you smoked industrial hemp, a joint would have to be the size of two telephone poles or something. You're not going to get it, okay? Right. Uh, right. So this so leads to the question then, Cass. I mean, we didn't talk about, you know, I didn't bring you on to talk about, you know, legalization versus non-legalization. But, you know, I, I'm certainly in favor of, um, you know, medicinal use, but I have grave reservations about, you know, legalizing recreational use just to smoke it to get high because, A, you know, I don't think we have long-term studies it could be a gateway drug, and and more importantly, we don't know everything we need to know about the effect of THC on de- young developing brains. Well, that's a big issue, actually. There, there, it, you can't be having your twelve-year-old smoking pot. What no. more? You're rolling it with tobacco half the time, and yes. it's bad enough that we have tobacco and alcohol epidemics, let alone the harder drugs. So, so. There's no regulation on this legalization. There's no education. We don't have a school education system to say, okay, it's legal, but we don't recommend that developing youth smoke anything, <laughs> let alone a hallucinogenic drug. Right. Well, that was the rationale for legalizing it up here and so that the government could somewhat regulate it. And, and, but I just think it's, it's, it's folly. However, it's what you're saying, though, being, if we yeah. can... We can get the health benefits oh, yeah. uh, from cannabinoids without the THC, but more importantly, we don't even need to get it from the hemp plant. No, we don't need to get it. Exactly. We can get it from... Now, that, wait a minute. There are a few things that the cannab, that, that hemp might do that cinnamon and clove and, and oregano may not. Uh, I, and I've outlined that in my book, The Cannabis Cure. It does have certain certain diseases that it's effective for. So, so we might want some of that industrial hemp as a supplement, the crude extract, like the hemp and all, right. for instance, to speed things up. But you're right. I mean, if we ate more basil, lots of oregano, rosemary, you know, cinnamon, cloves, we would be getting, uh, you know, chamomile tea, we would be getting a cannabinoid effect. A positive one. And why do we even eat that stuff? Why do we love that black pepper? It's you. You don't know it, but it's making you feel better. It's giving you because a- we're wired to ex- to receive it. We're we're we evolved to to consume it. We are totally wired to receive it. And you know how good the oregano is, the oil of oregano yes. that we use. The Absolutely. Seventy three. My God, that's a hammer for chronic illness and for. Uh, for activating the brain and for seizures, for tremors. 
And I must say, and for Parkinson's and MS, I've been using it for decades for these types of things. Stroke victims, uh, the Greeks, migraines, I've been using it. The Greeks used oregano for migraines and for uh, neurological damage, the ancients. But they also used cannabis for that. The Greeks used oregano for seizures, but they also used cannabis. You see? So the BCP is an anti-inflammatory. So um, arthritis, I mean, what disease isn't caused by inflammation? Well, the inflammation doesn't cause anything. It's a consequence. So you ah. have uh, infections. You have, let's say you have a lot of people have knee pain and they have ankle pain and hand pain, and they come to me, doctor. I have this arthritis. Or I have this pain in my knee and my ankles. I have this inflammation. I'm taking turmeric. I say that's all and good, but you don't have knee pain. You have fungus. You see? See how the causes? I look at their tongue. I look at their skin. I say you got the candida. You got the fungus, and the fungus is causing your ankle pain and knee pain and hand pain. So what do I do? I give them oil. Uh, yeah, I give them BCP. Sure, I, they want to have their turmeric. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them uh, uh, you know, oregano oil. But I give them the oregano oil to kill the fungus. Or if they have parasites, and the parasites are causing arthritis, I want to kill uh, the parasite. Okay. You know, that That's kind of the culprit. Approach? I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, yeah, I mentioned earlier, I just read... I just read that where Tom Seaver, the great uh, New York Mets pitcher, has dementia right. at 74. And lo and behold, I don't know if you heard this, Cass. Lo and behold, what did they find back in 1991? Tom Seaver got Lyme disease there, when he was, was living in Connecticut. That. Yeah. The first thing that came to my mind is he got bit by a tick. So here he's going to have well, they're going to say we should give some turmeric. We should give some anti-inflammatory. We should kill the tick. We <laughs> should kill the spirochete. And that, that but, spirochete could yeah. be, is eating his brain. It reoccurred, it, apparently, in 2012. Is it, I mean, if you've had chronic Lyme disease for all those years, isn't it too late? No, it's, well, it's not necessarily too late. Uh, if if you remember the guy that was in the nursing home, how do we know he didn't have Lyme? The guy's he's toast. He's back home now. The other guy, the golfer, he's always in the woods. He could have some Lyme. Maybe that's why the BCP rich hemp and all and the hemp and all super strength and the oregano that I gave him, the juice of oregano, the brain detox. That was his protocol. He went, you know, he got rid of the whole problem in a month. So our dementia, our dementia case is infectious dementia. So he would benefit from the neuroregeneration, but he also needs the oil of oregano, the juice of oregano, uh, you know, that kind of a thing to get him back on his feet if we can do it, you know. Right, and and you're saying again, BCP, it's suggested by studies that BCP can regenerate neurons in the brain. This is is the fact in my experience as a doctor. When I give anything, now here's the, here's the secret though. Raw BCP is superior to cooked. So when we used to give the oil of a wild oregano and the juice of oregano to the stroke victims, to the Lyme victims, to the dementia victims, we would get a measured result. But if we give the raw type, where you extract the BCP terpene with no heat, 
then it's we're, we're 10, 20 times more aggressive. And I'll explain why. And that, just so people know, there are products. Like, it would be hemp and all super strength with the oregano, raw oregano. It would be, I mentioned the brain detox. That kind of be the hemp and all uh, CF super strength. I just want to get that on the table for folks. But here's, the, here's what we know. Just hold on to it, Cass. You tell us what you know on the other side. We'll take a quick time out. We'll come back. We're talking cannabinoids with Dr. Cass Ingram here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. Don't be afraid of the dark. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And we are back with Dr. Cass Ingram and his new book is The Cannabis Cure. And uh, we are talking about the some of the health benefits of cannabinoids. And we tend to focus on THC and we, we focus on CBDs and we talk about the medicinal benefits of marijuana. But we've overlooked BCP and a recent study at Bonn University is finding many health benefits of this chemical compound that is not only found in hemp, but uh, found in a host of other aromatic plants. And we were talking before the break, Cass, that while we don't need hemp necessarily, there are certain things found in hemp that aren't found in other aromatic plants. Well, this is right. You see, hemp oil resin, uh, or crude extract, I call it, has up to 85 cannabinoids. There's no other plant, let's face it, that has that many. And then it's got, what, 10, 15, 20 terpenes. So, so what the, the terpenes of hemp are common with cinnamon, with clove, with rosemary, with oregano, with black pepper, and more. But the cannabinoids, you don't find those in the cinnamon. Not, not like that. You find the BCP, but you don't find that other 80 group. That 80 group. Now, but first of all, here's what, here's the secret. If you cook it, you lose it. And this is, this is with hemp especially. You want the results, you want big results, it's gotta be raw. So, case history. There was a, and this, first of all, look at the science. The science using CBD isolate or CBD4 to fight for epilepsy shows 10% remission. Not bad, because epilepsy, nobody goes in remission. They keep on the dilantin and the drugs forever. These are children. Right. When we gave the crude extract to a child seven years, he's been with seizures for six years, in 72 hours, gone. Permanently gone. Seizures every day, gone, 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 gone. Because that's raw. When you cook those cannabinoids, when you decarboxylate them, when you cook them in the marijuana, when you smoke it, that's when it goes crazy and makes the hallucinogenic. When you, when you, then you destroy those terpenes. You destroy those cannabinoids. You destroy the molecule. You change it. And it's not... The body can receive those cannabinoids lock and key only if they're in a raw state. I mean, perfectly. You'll get some benefit from the cooked, but not as much. <laughs> This is fascinating because, you know, there are in the United States in particular where they have not legalized marijuana in every state, even medicinal marijuana. And so you have it's heartbreaking. These parents are desperate to try and find something for their children who have epilepsy. And so they'll they'll move to a state 
oh. uh, where where it's where it's medicinal marijuana is legal or recreational. Right. Uh, but but they, that's not necessary. You're saying if it's they can if if they use the BCPs. First of all, you're getting marijuana extracts, and they're using hexane and butane gas. You want to give that to your kid? You know, and they're using isopropyl alcohol acetone's fingernail polish. What are we doing here? Oh dear. You know, and then they're triple distilling it. This is the CBD movement. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, so I now I have the cannabis cure, and I just wrote the hemp oil miracle. It's coming out in maybe a month and a half. And uh, so the hemp oil miracle talks all about this crude hemp resin from 10,000 years to date. Why do we have to change everything? If the Scythians did it one way, and the cavemen did it another, and the Greeks did it one way, and the Romans did it this way, and the Islamics did it that way, and the Hindus did it, they all did the same thing. Okay? Why do we have to change that? They right. worship want, the plant, you know? We, we were talking about BCP for inflammation. What about, you know, one of the things that, that people who smoke recreationally uh, insist also that it's, it's also medicinal because it helps them deal with anxiety. Yeah. What about BCPs and anxiety? Well, do you, can you think of anything more calming than cinnamon uh, and hot milk? Come on. BCP is the substance in cannabis that, that makes you nice and sedated and calm and relaxed, people. So, so yes, you're right. The, the Bond research on inflammation, we know it's good for that. But look at the other uses. Anxiety neurosis, irritability stress, uh, obsessive-compulsive. And then look at the neurological diseases at large, you know, depression too, by the way. You're talking MS, you're talking Parkinson's, you're talking seizures, you're talking epilepsy, you're talking autism, the hardcore stuff, Tourette syndrome, BCP. You see how that opens us up? It's not going to be just hemp extract. But think about what we opened up. The mothers with autism, they can start giving cinnamon too, right? They, instead of just right. relying on, is it going to be legal? Are they going to allow it? All our legislators, what are we going to do? Do that, but take the cinnamon, add more clove, right? More oregano, more rosemary, more sage. Hey, it can't wait. It can't wait, as a wise man once said. All right, listen, we'll take another time out, come back. We'll also take, take uh, some calls for Dr. Cass Ingram as we continue to talk about BCP, the super cannabinoid, right here on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. The truth is not out there. It's right here. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Dr. Cass Ingram stays with us, author of The Cannabis Cure. Now, we want to be very careful. You mentioned uh, Israel because they've been doing a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, studies on, uh, on cannabinoids and uh, there are some people who, I want to be careful about how I say this, who believe that uh, cannabinoids have helped with cancer. Yes, okay. And, and I, you know, I don't want to give, you know, false hope and, and, right. uh, it's, there's, the studies I think are, I don't necessarily know that there's anything definitive out there. I want to be careful. Well, they, but, you know, the, here's the deal, okay? So, so they don't allow any studies in the states, but the NCI is funding over, uh, Israeli studies. So, yes, they have demonstrated some anti-tumor properties, which is common. It's called apoptosis, uh, where you take the hemp 
I've, obviously the full spectrum. You don't want to be taking hexane residues, right? Uh, that's a carcinogen. So the full spectrum hemp, some studies over the years have shown it causes the cell to program itself for its own death, right? Hey, you know what? Berries do that. Turmeric does it. Oregano does it. This is no surprise. So in the book, we do talk about the brain cancer. Uh, I would definitely add the cannabinoid proper quality product to the rest of your, you know, your treatment protocol. No problem with that. Uh, but I think the bigger uses for the cannabis or hemp extract are neurological diseases, the anxiety, like you said, the stress, wiped out, not relaxed, can't get calm. Insomnia. There's also this hemp and all PM with the hops. Hops is in the same family as chamomile. The two, I mean, in the same family as cannabis. The two together knock you into REM sleep. What do you think? I've written 30 books. I'm an insomniac. I used to, <laughs> to knock me out. Come on. Uh, and uh, and then the 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 uh, you know MS and Parkinson's seizures. We said, but also addictions. This is this is not well known. Quality hemp extract is effective for marijuana addiction, alcohol. Isn't that ironic? Using, hemp, using the hemp plant to get you off of marijuana. Exactly. But only the CB2 activating industrial hemp. Uh, and that, maybe marijuana would do it too if you extracted the resin. And that, uh, also heroin and cocaine. Now, here's the deal. People are taking heroin, cocaine, marijuana because it gives them something. Nobody's just taking it just, you know, because I'm going to destroy myself or I'm going to just mad at the world. They get something, alcohol too. When you start taking this industrial hemp, you start feeling good. You feel too good. You don't want the other stuff. You lose your desire. I mean, I have helped people with even SSRI drugs. You know how hard they are, case history, the guy with the Zoloft. He's got two PhDs. He can't get a job. He's been on Zoloft for 20 years. He messed himself up. He's a friend. I yank him in. I say, get off the stupid stuff. Come on, get off. Well, I can't. I know you can't right away. We know that. You have to gradually. So I gave him the hemp and all super strength, the one with the oregano, and the hemp and all CF with this calm and focus without. I gave him both bottles. I just gave them to him. I said, take the stuff under the tongue. He got off the drug, man. 20 years he was hooked on the stuff. He, then he went, you know, he got a job. He's driving an Uber. <laughs> but it's better than <laughs> It's nothing, a start. Right? It's a start. Absolutely. It's a good start. So, so that's kind of how it works, people. you got big five categories. Neurological, addiction, stress, and, you know, stress syndrome, anxiety, neurosis, your cancer support, uh, and your inflammation support, of course, is pretty big, but it's more powerful. Here's an interesting caveat. Okay, so hemp works on the endocannabinoid system. Turmeric works on the cox, too. Oregano works on the opiate. Can you imagine if you combine all that stuff? <laughs> right. It, you know, it seems like we have put all our eggs in the medical marijuana basket without thinking this thing through. We hadn't thought it through at all. And then everybody going to the legislature, we got to have, we got to have, we're, we're, we're completely blindsided. We already have it, like you said. Why wait? It's right under our nose. You know, and it's all the cannabinoid-rich spices, with the caveat that hemp oil or marijuana oil, if that's what you choose, I don't, I'd rather have the hemp oil, uh, has these 80 to 100 cannabinoids that you just don't find anywhere else. 
So that, and so here's, I'm going to tell you hardcore. If, if I had a patient with seizures and epilepsy autism, I'm going to give them hemp oil extract, not just cinnamon. If I have somebody that's addicted to alcohol, tobacco, chewing tobacco, uh, marijuana, heroin and cocaine, I'm going to give it to them, but I'm going to give them the one with the oregano, you know, for that. Uh, if I have somebody with inflammation, I would give turmeric first. You see how it works? Each condition, different, different, uh, different indications. What if they have plantar fasciitis? They smoke marijuana for that. It is effective. What if you have glaucoma? We know for sure marijuana is effective for glaucoma. It doesn't last, but the, if you take it as the drops or the capsules, then it works. It gets rid of the glaucoma. So not, it's not good for everything, right? Right, right. Now, people who are, are undergoing uh, cancer treatment, chemotherapy and so forth, they lose their appetite. Uh, oh, and, well, and some of use for this, right? There are drugs, Marinol, for that purpose. So, yes, you would give it for that. Because this, the myrcene, you see, and the beta-carophylline, they're appetite stimulants. Don't you think so? From cinnamon and, 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 uh, and from black pepper and from rosemary, oregano, those are appetite stimulants as well. Yeah, so in other words, you don't need to smoke a joint to, to, to get the munchies. That's what I'm you saying. Want to you want to stimulate your appetite. You're saying you can take these spice spice extracts, the spice, uh, cinnamon, the, and so forth. Take this. Take the cinnamon. Take and if you want, you can get a high quality hemp resin, and take. And now, I've done the studies. I found this is crazy stuff. North American Herman Spice, a good company. We take their oregano oil. They they bought a huge, you know, quarter of a million dollars, whatever, of hemp oil from Europe. Raw, super critical, totally unheated. You know what the Europeans told them? We're not selling it to you anymore. They, they gave them 250000 We're not selling it to you because we make more money by decarboxylating, by heating, by solvent extracting. So we're not going to let you have it. You see? Ah. That's how crazy it is out there. It's like a wild Well, hemp, hemp has now been legalized in the United States, so... Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Canada... Canada could be making billions by growing the hemp, and companies like North American would buy the resin. What's, what's true to what's, what are they doing? They should, be, they should legally be making that resin with a supercritical machine and shipping it to the companies. Let them make a high-quality raw product. Let 100 companies make it. Right now, the only one is the hemp and all. I mean, they're great because they, they, you know, they, they're smart enough to just do raw uh, extract. I won't let them do anything else. You know me. Um, but that's the only Yeah, I'm not sure that hemp is illegal to cultivate in Canada uh, now, the, the industrial hemp and so forth. I'm not sure about that. They are, they are cultivating it, but the, here's the craziest thing. You cultivate it, but you can't put a CO2 machine, extract the resin, and ship it to me. <laughs> what does that sense? It's in right, the right. plant already. You're growing it. Why don't you want to make money, Canada? You know? <laughs> Uh, Cass, how do we get a, co uh, a copy of the Cannabis Cure? Cannabis Cure, all I know. I'm not Amazon. I'm CassIngram.com. Support the little guy. We'll ship it from Toronto. CassIngram.com. If you want to view good quality product with hemp and get the real stuff, go to uh, AmericanWildFoods.com. AmericanWildFoods.com. CassIngram.com. And uh, give him a call. Hey, give me some literature. Send me some stuff. one 800 
243-5242. I call them up at 800-243-5242 and ask them about hemp and brain detox. Ask them about spice extracts. But people, you don't have to be sick. Hemp is one of the tools, but so are the other 10 super-rich BCP uh, spices. Okay. All right, Cass. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Talk again. Cass Ingram. Did he just hang up? All right. Thanks, Faz. Thanks, Ryan and Albert. Back next week with a brand new, brand new program. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper. Proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Or at least up the stairs. Good night. <laughs>